Yes, welcome in. One and all, this is the full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. We are back once again, running the rule over some anti-post markets. Don't forget to check out our Super Bowl division and, and conference betting a bit further on, uh, a, bit, a couple of days ago. Um, good hour, good hour chat there and good uh, conversations. We uh, had some arguments and uh, what was it? I, I think I called Justin Fields. Uh, he, he didn't come from Ohio State, he came from the University of the, the, Another Planet. I was, uh, that, made me, that made me chuckle. But there we go. Um, let's hope we can come up with some more, some more funny quips in, in this half hour dare i say maybe probably even more but uh, as you can see we welcome him someone new into the huddle from a betting perspective we welcome in mr josh henwood josh how you doing buddy yeah not bad mate yourself yeah we're, we're good you, have you finished celebrating was it frankfurt did they win yes um yeah. they finally got got their uh their leg over hamburg who had been undefeated so uh both on six and one now heading towards the uh end of the season uh, see, that, that, that smile that smile is brimming from side to side of, of that of that face of yours um and as he always is and you see to the top right so mr adam wolford touchdown tips uh adam welcome back yeah yeah well good thank you um yeah thank you uh, it's good to be back obviously long off season in the nfl so it's now all uh all guns blazing for the next four months it's uh weird year doing covering this ready sport. for it Ready for it. Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. Let's do some awards. And I say we've, uh, I think this is the second podcast of three that we'll be looking over at some anti post. And this one, yeah, we're going to look at some awards. We're going to look at some player props and discuss some of those that we like, we don't like, and, and the reasoning why. So we're going to start off with probably the main uh, award, if you like, is the MVP. So we've got Patrick Mahomes, uh, five to one. No surprise there that he's the favorite. Aaron Rodgers, tens. Uh, Josh Allen, twelves. Tom Brady and Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, all at fourteens. And then you've got Stafford, Murray, and Lamar Jackson at sixteen. Justin Herbert, eighteens last year's. Offensive Rookie of the Year at 18. Uh, Ryan Tannehill and Kirk, Kirk, Mr. Pe- Plexiglass himself, Kirk Cousins, uh, at 25 to 1. Uh, Josh, as you're the new one, the new guy into the huddle, talk us through your thoughts on the MVP. Uh, yeah, so um, obviously it's pretty much a case of who do you think is going to be the uh, the best-looking quarterback um, for the new season. <laughs> I, 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 I can't look too much past Patrick Mahomes um, as much as it kills me to say it. Uh, simply because I don't think that you're going to see Aaron Rodgers do the same sort of heroics as last year. Um, Brady is more about his supporting cast, as great as he is. Um, Josh Allen has a outside chance, I think, but if he didn't get it last year, considering how well he did last year, I don't think you'll see him repeat the same performance again. So you just look at the... Um, you, you look at the simplest option and it's Mahomes there. And at fives, it's actually not that bad for someone who is the favorite, someone at fives, you could easily, um, you could easily see yourself putting a few quid on that and not thinking twice. Mm. Um, I'll just run through a, a couple of stats and last, you know, a couple of bits of background information before we pass to Adam because I know he likes his stats as well last five winners Aaron Rodgers obviously last year Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes uh, Tom Brady and Matt Ryan up with the last five the last non-quarterback to win was Adrian Peterson back in 2012 the last non-offensive player to win was back in 1986 anyone want to have a guess? It's on the tip of my tongue yeah, I mean, Giant, I, I, I've got it written in front of me so there's no <laughs> point with me guessing it <laughs> Uh, one, one Mr. Lawrence. I, Taylor, I've got a signed Hall of Fame helmet by him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, um, no. And then just the last bit of information uh, most uh, most wins by the current active uh, quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, both with three. Adam, I will pass it to you. Uh, it was Lawrence Taylor, by the way, Josh. I don't know if you heard. Right. You, you, look, yeah. you look like you were waiting for, <laughs> I, I waiting for the answer away. there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes are five to one. When the Chiefs are five to two to win the AFC, then. If you kind of look at it that way, then it's double the value on his team winning the division. And 
let's be fair, he's going to be the main man if they do. Uh, I, the MVP isn't something I personally get involved with because it's a very narrative-based thing and things happen halfway through the season and you can always get on during the year. So it's always good to keep an eye out for the odds when you're going along and seeing where the where the, where the uh, wind's blowing, frankly. Um, Josh that, that, then just just before you sorry just before you get into your, and that's perfectly encapsulated by last year Russell Wilson was what was he he was quite well well far yeah, ahead halfway through the season wasn't he and then so. yeah I know the wheels came off of Seattle but yeah again you know the first half of the season is, is irrelevant so everyone get on Justin Fields <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah other than other than Mahomes and uh, as, as Josh said with Brady it's it's not really him who wins the games if that makes sense. I know that's a bit of a contentious thing to say with Brady yeah. uh, apologists, but uh, a 44-year-old quarterback is is amazing, frankly, but it is a lot to do with the whole team around him for, for Brady. So, um, yeah, as you said, Justin Herbert winning Offensive Rookie of the Year last year, it wouldn't be the first time that someone's gone from that one year to winning the um, the MVP the next year. We were, we I think Tim was quite high on Kyler Murray doing similar last year but he didn't uh, didn't pan out like that so I, I don't mind Justin Herbert uh, I don't mind Josh Allen at the price Matthew Stafford is one that I was hyping up on uh, last on the earlier part of the week um, being uh, the Rams I think the Rams are on the court bowl uh, their Super Bowl run so I don't mind Matthew Stafford at a fairly decent price for him um, and other than them I, I don't really have a, a whole lot of opinion on the MVP frankly no. Who won? Just thinking about your, your your offensive rookie to MVP. Did what did Lamar Jackson obviously won MVP two years ago? Did he win the, the offensive rookie three years I, ago? I believe so. That that was yeah. who I was insinuating. So yeah. I okay. Think, okay. Yeah. I think he went that way, and I think that was why we were fair. Well, you specifically were quite high on Kyler last year because it was him, the next year of progression, and and obviously if Justin Herbert carries on what he did last year, and I believe the Chargers are going to be a d- double digit win team. I think there, there's a decent chance that Herbert could be... His, his name will be up there, at least. Mm. Does yeah. Herbert have to... Sorry to butt in. Does cool. Herbert have to beat Mahomes in order to get that, though? Do you reckon? Maybe maybe split with him. I think that, that you'd imagine that's going to be a high-profile game. I'd imagine it'll be on yeah. TV. So winning one of those two contests against Mahomes, then maybe. I think but, the contest the contests are relevant. They need to win the division. You, you're not going to have a, a player uh, that just comes second in the division win the MVP. I, I think when people realise how, people know how good Mahomes is, I think if you mm. can get a Chargers team to the playoffs, maybe maybe 11 wins, I think there's a fairly decent chance that Herbert yeah, will it's, be, yeah, it's gonna be, it needs to be better value. Well, well, yeah, but you don't know. You don't. You can't get paid out on value, can you? No. Um, because the, the, the only thing it would be is, oh, you know, the, the media and everyone in the NFL, or all the outlets, going to be saying, "Oh, Justin Herbert for MVP," and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, they didn't win the division." It's just the immediate knockdown, like get back in your get back in your in your place. But I mean, but, yeah, if they win the division, then yeah, but but expectation is that they finish second, and <clears throat> yeah. you know what it's like with these coach of the year and with MVP and stuff. Let's say it's all. It's all narrative, so possibly. I mean, it, it, yeah, eighteen to one. I, I would sorry, twenty to one. I think it was for her, but I, I don't mind an outside bet on him. As I say, I, it's not a market I tend to get involved with anyway. But um, it, Stafford and Herbert were the two that kind of jumped out to me. Mm. Yeah, and like, like I say, like with yeah, met Dak Prescott there fourteen to one. I'm not even, not even, I'm not even entertaining that because like I said we'll come to comeback player of the year later. But yeah, there's no point betting on someone that's going to be MVP if they can be a comeback player of the year. It's kind of like a secondary award, isn't it? That they can 
uh, they can, they can, it's like a, it's the reason why we're not covering offensive and defensive player of the year of the year because it's just it's just pointless. Um, well, that's my that's my probably my hot take. I'll, I'll take those off my notes. <laughs> well, like, well, I mean, defensive player is different because obviously you don't have any, necessarily have a defensive MVP. It's not an MVP award, and like I say, everyone's in, is in that bucket. But offensive player of the year is one of the most pointless awards ever because like yeah. if you how how can you be MVP but then not the if you're an offensive player obviously how can you then not be the offensive player of the year? Yeah, like, I don't sure. just. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're betting offensive player of the year, Justin Herbert might be the, might be the one for that. But actually, I don't I haven't got the, the odds in front of me, but it might be. No, that's fair. Uh, they, they always give it to someone different, don't they? But there we go. Um, talking of rookies, uh, get them on the screen now. If you're watching on the YouTube, offensive rookie of the year: Trevor Lawrence three to one, Kyle Pitts fifteen to two, Trey Lance eight, Najee Harris eight to one, Justin Fields seventeen to two, Mac Jones tens, along with it, Jamar Chase. Uh, offensive rookie of the year stats: quarterbacks have won five of the last ten, Run, running backs have won four of the last ten, one wide receiver. Anyone want to have a guess at who the wide receiver was? Hmm. Uh, Calvin Johnson. Uh, nope, it was uh, New York Giants. Odell Beckham. Oh, Odell. Odell, indeed. And here's a very good stat for you. Offensive Rookie of the Year. NFC have won the 14 of the last 15 Offensive Rookies of the Year. Justin Herbert winning last year broke a 14... A 14... Oh, wow. 14 award streak. There you go. That was a very interesting start I found. Um, and then putting uh, defenses back on the on the screen. Then Mika Parsons, uh, five to one. Jamin Davis, fifteen to two. Quick pay tens along with um, Jane Phillips and then um, yeah, Usu Kuromoa, fourteen to one along with JC Horn. Oh man, some t- JC Horn highlights. Oh, I wish he was. At, I wish he really wish he was at Dallas. Uh, but a fellow quarter, uh, fellow cornerback uh, Patrick Satan uh, over at Denver is also fourteen to to one. So there are the offensive and defensive rookies. Um, Adam, what do you like? I, it, as always, it's tough to look past the uh, first overall pick in the uh, in in that kind of bo- in that kind of betting. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to do that good a job. Well, with Jacksonville, I don't think Jacksonville are going to have a great record. So it's it's tough to take him. But then you're looking at the players behind him. Obviously, Justin Fields, we don't think is going to play the first five or six games. We, I think it's probably going to be Andy Dalton starting the year. Um, Zach Wilson in New York, he's probably not going to win a whole load of games. There, there is talk of the Trey Lance getting plays in the playbook, but it seems like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter there. So it's tough to do that. And then it is basically it's 90% of the time. It's one of the quarterbacks. So it's hard to look beyond them. I, I do. I, I begrudgingly think Najee Harris is going to have a very good season that Steelers always tend to be um, a workhorse back and he should get all of it. Um, obviously Carl Pitts should be a beast. He's a bit of a, uh, we, we, we think we were saying a wide end recently is that he's basically yeah, yeah. going to be probably a wide receiver most of the time because they don't have a whole lot more. Um, so I'm sure he'll put up the numbers, but is he going to put up enough to actually win the, win an award? Probably not. So you can, um, I, I will stay, I will say that uh, the odds on Najee Harris at 14 to one in other places are, a little bit of a tempter for me on the offensive side of the oh, ball. Yeah, I, like, I like that 14, yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. Probably yeah, one I won't. Mm. Yeah, probably another reward I probably won't go in with. Like, the, it annoys me that Dak won it in the Zeke year because I thought Zeke fully, deter, uh, fully deserved that award over him. Uh, I did have money on him. So um, that's probably why I'm a little bit disgusted with that one still. But um, yeah, it, it just goes to show that it's normally the quarterback. 
Uh, well, I, the stats suggest it's half the half the time it's quarterback, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Josh, what do you like? Anything you like in either of the markets? Yeah, so um, on the offensive side, just to sort of back up the Najee Harris um, value there at fourteen to one in other places, you know, when you look at the fact that Pittsburgh are going to have to run the ball a lot more this year, you feel with Big Ben not being being more like Little Ben rather than Big Ben nowadays. You know, and the fact that Pittsburgh, you know, didn't have a running game at all last year, you know, that's probably where you're going to see the most impact from an offensive rookie outside of the quarterback position. And the thing with offensive rookies of the year is that quarterbacks are usually rewarded for really turning around a franchise if they go from being, you know, bargain basement to middle of the pack or better. I don't think you're going to see that with any of the any of the rookie quarterbacks that you've got. Jacksonville, I don't see them above four wins. Jets, I don't see them above four wins. Lance isn't going to get reps. Fields has an outside chance. You know, yeah, I, I can see the fist pump there. He has an, he has an outside chance, but I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. Wow, wow, wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We've, we've, we've already told you where he's come from. He's come from, he's another, from planet. another planet. <laughs> yeah, well, if we if we come back to Earth, he's at Ohio State University, and they don't pull out franchise quarterbacks. So, uh, yeah, being the pessimistic Browns fan that I am, Harris is going to have a great running back year for Pittsburgh, just to piss me off. So, at fourteen to one, that's pretty good. On the defensive side, I like all the ones that you got listed at fourteen. If you put the um, if you put the graphic back up. You know, Owusu Koromora, I've just watched about half an hour of the uh, Browns training camp live where Koromora is literally lightning across the middle of the field. He's going to be so fun to watch. I'm so glad that we got him, which if you watched any of our uh, draft coverage, yeah. you have noticed. Yeah. Um, I've actually got Patrick Satan the second as, uh, as my actual pick there at 14 to 1, uh, just because he's going to be a really good plug-and-play piece in Denver's defense you know the fact that they've got such a good defense anyway and the defense there is going to have to be you know what pulls them through games as well you might see a lot of impact there as well and like you said JC Horn you know put, put him in any team and he's uh and he's a good player to have so all the ones at 14 look like great value there and look like they could be the most impactful which helps with awards mm. like this yeah the thing with, with satan as well i was just thinking while, while you're talking there obviously they've got two games against the chiefs two games against the chargers they, they you know there'll be games that are not necessarily under the microscope a bit more or, or obviously televised or, or whatnot, but yeah yeah but as i say if he if he yeah has interception against Mahomes and herbert and, and whatnot as well again it's quite easy to yeah you don't have to do too much on the defensive side. I'm not you know, again. Usually, it's defensive ends because you've got sacks, and there's not really too much of a, from a defensive end standpoint this year. So you can probably um, have a little look at uh, other ones. And just to give you a bit of a, a couple of stats on defensive rookie, defensive ends have won four of the last ten, uh, including the last two. Linebackers have won three of the last ten. Cornerbacks two of the last ten. Uh, defensive tackle one of the last ten. Anyone have a guess? Uh, La Rams. Oh, yeah, I haven't done it. I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and, and, and not like the offensive rookie, uh, defensive rookie, uh, NFC and AFC have split uh, five each in the last ten. Uh, Chase Young and Joey Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa, obviously the last two NFCs uh, for those. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree with um, with pretty much what you said there. Again, I'm not a big fan of Michael Parsons. I think he'll. 
he'll, he'll do okay. He's he's looked okay uh, from from what I've seen. But I think there's certainly this is the year where you can probably get a double digit winner. Um, and they say it's not probably going to take too much, uh, considering the players that are eligible to do it. They, you know, don't have to fill up the stat seat too much because you haven't got ten sacks to maybe try and overcome. So um, yeah, if you're going to look bigger, f- further afield um, for defensive rookie, this is the year to do it. Yeah, talking, okay. of, talking of fourteen to one, Jamin Davis is fourteen to one. I like Jamin there. Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three six yeah. five. Um, so yeah, again, uh, he's fitting into a top defense, probably one of the best defenses in the league. So it's yeah. going to make him look good, no matter what. Frankly, so yeah, fourteen to one, I'm happy with for Jamin. Yeah, totally agree with that. Okay, let's move on then to Coach of the Year. Where's me? Okay, so Coach of the Year, a couple of stats before we get going, uh, and I've said put quite a lot of uh, guys on there but you can pretty much just wipe out anyone and that you don't think will win double digit games because the last time that the head coach won it without winning double digits was jimmy johnson back in the 1990 7-9 record obviously with the dallas cowboys um last five winners kevin stefanski cleveland john um john harbour baltimore matt maggie chicago that that feels really strange reading that one out but sean McVay, la rams and then mr clapper himself jason garrett dallas uh at five just five years ago jesus christ feels like 20 um bill belichick and uh, is the Active head coach with the most, with three. Uh, Bruce Arians, Ron Rivera have it twice. Uh, they're the only ones that are active that have more than one coach of the year. Uh, last time a coach won back-to-back was Joe Gibbs back in the 80s with Washington. So, yeah, it's very hard to to repeat. So, Kevin Stefanski, you can probably rule off, uh, r- yeah. r- scrub off your list as well. But um, there's your stats. Uh, Adam, what do you like? Um, well, I mentioned in um, the other part uh, the other day that I'm very high on the Panthers this year. If... Uh, if you can um, double his five wins from last season, Matt Rule, uh, 16 to 1, then if he can get to 10 wins, which with Christian McCaffrey back after losing eight of their 11 one score games last year, then I think he could be in the running. It's, it's a weird award because it generally doesn't go to the top of the top because they're expected to do well. So you're looking generally kind of middle of the pack. As Tim said, um, the 10 wins rules out a lot of the shorter priced ones that we had on the screen just then there's uh, I think Miami and um, oh, SMVP don't want that one I mean yeah you've got you've got Atlanta Jacksonville Miami Denver I, that kind of rules out all of those for double win te- games if mm-hmm. uh, w- double win teams in my opinion uh, Rabel at 30 to 1 seems um, very so large given the yeah. fact that they are they are rightfully the favourites now with the injuries in Indianapolis, uh, with Jacksonville and with the Houston Texans in the league, in their division. So, at 30 to 1 at the biggest odds, is that is that a full 32, Tim? I can't no, no, no. Quickly there's, there's a couple um, So, well, we, I mean, yeah, Zach Taylor's not on there. I said no. So. <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, so variable at 30 to 1, I think, is decent enough. Uh, so, for me, my, my two kind of longer shots would be uh, Matt Will, 16s and variable at 30s. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I mean, looking at the list and say for people that are watching YouTube, obviously got them all in front of the screen, but some of these just do not make any sense whatsoever. Um, I mean... Art Smith at 14 to 1 is it's third 
Third favourite yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer, Jacksonville. I mean, that's just hype. Uh, Brian Flores, I didn't mind at 16s. Vic Fangio, 16s, no, thank you. Um, Matt LaFleur, 18s, no. Kiff Kingsby, 18s, no. I mean, like I say, you know, you can scrub half of them off because, well, you probably make two thirds of them off because you need to get to double digit mm. wins. But um, I actually had a little bit on, on Bruce Arians. And I, I take your point about, you know, obviously Tampa Bay will be will be expected to do well. But if you've got Bruce Arians, uh, Tom Brady steamroller that happened, you know, post bye week and they go 15 or 16 and one or, or whatever they lose one or one or two games 30 to one is huge like i'm there's quite a lot of disparity and like i say we always say shop around um because it, it's, it's just a mess this this uh this market across um across all bookies um as like i say we can only take one from we take them from red zone but i i assure you go to odds checker or or whatever and yeah say I, I know we'll go to josh shortly and he's got he well his favorite bet is um and i i agree with him as well but yeah but yeah ron rivera 20s i think you yeah, I think he's won it twice and uh, so I say I expect them to yet yeah, get to again it fits the bill someone that goes from single digit wins to double digit wins Washington I, I think fit that fit that bill Sean McDonough 18 to 1 um if Josh Allen continues his trajectory uh, and they they get the number one seed in the AFC he comes right into the reckoning um but yeah just some of them just don't make it I mean Joe Judge 22 to 1 I mean I wouldn't like him at 200 to 1 um but it, yeah it's just it's just ridiculous and Frank Reich with Indianapolis 25s again with Wentz and, and Nelson they're just not they're not going to win. He's not. He's not going to win it. So, um, before I go down the rabbit hole, Josh, I'll pass it over to you. What do you like? Yeah. So, um, so, so we've coached the year. It's this one really is about the story as well. It's about those that come from middle of the pack and they put themselves right in it. You were talking earlier about Matt Nagy and you know how on earth did he get it? It's because he took Chicago mm. from a team that really shouldn't have been in the playoffs and put them in the playoffs. Yeah. And it was only a field goal away for actually you know carrying on in said playoff but um i digress um and it's just got the charges written all over it's got brandon staley written all over it for this you know it's so set up it's unreal and on skybet you can get that for 16 to 1 rather than the uh rather than 10 to 1 you saw there of which when you think that that's about fourth or fifth favorite on that list that you got Mm. there and you can get that for brandon staley you know, that it, it seems almost like a no-brainer. Um, with some of the ones which you put down, I couldn't I couldn't ever put money on someone like Arians or McDermott because Buffalo and Tampa, they've they've gone as far as they can. This is a regular season yeah. award as well. So mm. when you consider that they've gone pretty much as far as they possibly can and they haven't got it, then they're not gonna get it now. I can see I can see Shanahan, for example, being in the mix. You know, San Francisco being at the levels that they were last year and then building themselves back up, and Belichick as well. Because, again, it's all about... If New England get into the playoffs, and, you know, he, he's in the reckoning, but they would have yep. to get into the playoffs. Mm. I don't see it personally, because I don't trust Cam Newton at all. But, you know, that's, that's why they're there that low. But um, Brandon Staley at 16-1, to 1, I mean, I am putting money on that because... You know, it's just written for them at that price. You know, it's uh, it's yeah. tasty indeed. Yeah, so yeah. you will win. I, I, if, I've if got a functioning SkyBet account, so I will. <laughs> I was if, well. <laughs> if it was really on best coach, then Belichick, Belichick should have won it for a decade and he didn't. Well, so, yeah. it, that, yeah. like, uh, that kind of proves your point. That it is generally most improved team kind of thing rather than the best coach in the league. So, yeah, I think you're right with it. All right, that's coach of the year. Uh, let's move over to comeback player of the year. Um, the thing like, that really grates me this market, and I don't really know why I put it up because it just puts me in a bad mood. But <laughs> like, 
you look on all the different sites, and it was there's not there's one for Dodge Checker, but it just seems that people just throw any old crap in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you can't even what what defines comeback. You, you can't even have a, a legitimate you know parameters set for what comeback player you know, is. It because of injury? Is it because suspension? Or is it just because they've been shit? Um, yeah, you've got Dak Prescott obviously as the favourite because he had a gruesome injury. Joe, Joe Burrow, same. Saquon Barkley. I mean, you can probably scratch him off now because Drew won't be back for a couple of weeks. But yeah, but, yeah, you've got a couple of guys in there that, um, yeah, you go on some of these sites and there's just some random names in. You think why? Like they missed like two games last season. Why are you? Why? <laughs> why is that coming? I mean, like Michael Thomas last year. I mean, I know he missed a, a, a decent chunk, but like I don't. I think we should be setting parameters for this market or just not have it at all because it, it annoys me and it shouldn't do. Like, <laughs> but, but, but the NFL does set those parameters. Really, it's just that you don't it, see them. The odds, the odds makers. Well, yeah, know, the odds makers just put, bring out, put out any old shit in the in the exactly. market. Exactly, the odds makers will put the shit up, but the NFL won't. People are uh, better. Yeah. You know, the NFL media won't give it to someone who only missed a couple of games last year. It's again, it's all about the story. A lot of these awards are all about building up hype from nothing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so, yeah. so are you have you just had your leg broken in half? Yes, well, looks like you're on for comeback player of the year. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what do you mean you stormed out of a practice one day and missed two games because you weren't being paid enough? You're no, you're not in for comeback player of the year but william hill will tell you that they are yeah oh mate just uh, maybe maybe my problem is with the bookies and not the nfl but yeah i'll give you a bit of background before i get your, your thoughts uh alex smith ryan Tannehill, and andrew luck the last three of quarterbacks won six of the last ten two wide receivers jordy nelson keenan allen one tight end rob gonkowski and one safety anyone want to have a guess he uh he was a cancer survivor or cancer sufferer josh he was Again, I've got it on paper, so I can't really answer this one. <laughs> I, I, this just seems like it's all just a I've just not prepared uh, this at all. Safety Eric for Barry. the Chiefs. Yeah. Eric, Eric Berry. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, quite, I, quite I, a few I years never would have got that one. No, yeah. I wouldn't have got it either. No. Uh, well, eh, I might do if you'd have got me on the right day. Um, anyway, um, Adam, what do you, what do you reckon? I yeah again as you, as I I get as irate as you on this one I do think it's a bit of a stupid reward uh, stupid award uh, James Winston twenty to one is just ridiculous Julio Jones <laughs> twenty five to one is like why is he on there yeah. uh, Damian Williams randomly is available one hundred to one if you really want <laughs> Tim Tebow at fifty to one yeah Jesus. it's little things like that I mean I I can't I can't back Dak just because I can't at five to two so I'm going to go home a pick I think Joe Burrow eight to one is a decent one but Frankly, if I was looking at it impartially, the Bengals aren't going to win seven or eight games. They're probably going to win less than that. So can you really give a quarterback doing seven or eight wins the award? Probably not. So realistically, Dak at five to two is the one that you is is most likely and yeah. it, it is rightfully priced at that. It's just I can't back it at that. So yeah, frankly, it's it's not one it's not an award I'm gonna bet on at all. Uh, I suppose if you if you're betting on if you're if you're someone that believes Dallas is going to win the NFC East, probably better value putting uh, Dak Prescott to come back player of the year. Yeah, mm. that, that's fair. Instead double 13, double the price. Yeah. Instead of thirteen to ten, you're getting five yeah. to two. So yeah, that, that's yeah. that's a valid point. If the Cowboys are, I, I am high on the Cowboys this year, so I do think they are going to win the NFC East. I think they'll win ten, eleven games, but I, I do worry about Dak's health overall anyway because. I've seen videos of him in camp and he doesn't look comfortable and he has got a shoulder sprain, which is probably because he doesn't have the correct movement because he's wary of his ankle at the moment. So it is, is him getting comfortable and I'm sure he will do by the start of the season. But yeah, I, I mean, I can't back five to two on a joke award like this. So 
for me, it would be eight to one or above. Note to self, do not do this segment next year. Um, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Josh, anything for you? Yeah, I'm just laughing because I said the same thing that you've just said about Dak for uh, Joe Burrow and I just get kicked well, up yeah, all the yeah. WhatsApp uh, chats whenever I bring <laughs> it up. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, Tim, if you want to bring up the, um, if you want to bring up the graphic again, um, so we've come back player of the year. You've got to look a little bit at the story, but also this one's a lot more about what they'll be able to do on the field. So if you look past Dak, you know, Joe Burrow, yeah, if he ends up bringing the Bengals into relative contention for the division, and I say relative because the NFC, the AFC North is stacked, but if they get close to where Pittsburgh are this year, then that could be in contention. Barkley, you're not going to see enough of him, I don't think, to be able to um, game team scrub him off. McCaffrey... You know, if McCaffrey comes back to where he was last time, does that really bring him into comeback player of the year contention? Or is it just a case of, yeah, he had an injury and he's back and he's fine now? You know, Bosa, again, same. Wentz, you know, you're not going to see enough of him. Um, you know, George Kittle, again, sort of McCaffrey. sort. Of, you know, considering those, I've probably got two quarterbacks on my mind. One's Dak Prescott, simply because he should win it by a country mile. And the other one's James Winston, because if he can somehow bring the Saints to relative playoff contention with it being James Winston, you know, 16 to 1. I think I've seen it for like 25 to 1 on other markets as well. But what's he coming back from? He's coming back from nothing. He's coming he's back from eating, just not eating, eating L's. He's, he's coming back from throwing 40 interceptions in a season. 40. <laughs> He's season. coming back from 2019 where he led the Baker league in passing. Baker Mayfield was flipping hounded for throwing eight this year, <laughs> let alone 40. Then you've got the fact that he's been away for a couple of years and just been a bench player. He's coming yeah, back but from the... eye surgery. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. He's yeah, he's coming back in... from being corrected. Yes, <laughs> yes. He well, is, isn't that just basically? Well, he's coming back from. He's corrected. coming back from going through that that running back thing. Yes, that's what he's coming back. From. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, yes. Yeah, that's a comeback in of itself. Couldn't even go through a gate. <laughs> and but also he's coming. He's bringing New Orleans back from the loss of Drew Brees. There's your story. Mm. Think, think, I, think of it from a story yeah. angle. Come on, out. Sean, I, I, Sean, I, Sean Payne's going to funny about too much. Yeah, I, I will. I will say, I'm, my argument isn't with you, Josh. It's about the stupidity of this oh, yeah. award. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but no, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice narrative. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I just think it's ridiculous. He's, he's not coming back from anything. He, he didn't play, and now he's going to play. He didn't play because he wasn't good enough, and yeah. now he might play because they've got no choice. It's yeah. The whole reason why Carson Wentz is in there. Well, yeah, frankly, but yeah, he, he shouldn't be in there either. So there we go. Let, let's move. Let's move on, shall we? Get rid of it. Yeah, the, the <laughs> thing to take away from that last ten minutes is if you fancy <laughs> the Cowboys for NFC, it's back deck press for the uh, for the comeback player. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, uh, right. Let's move on then to um, some props, um, passing, rushing, receiving. Uh, quite a busy screen there. If you are watching on YouTube, so I'll, I'll read some of those out for the you are listening. So passing, uh, we've got Patrick Mahomes most yards seventy two. Uh, he's over underline is five is. Five 5,050.5 over under on the touchdowns is 39.5. Uh, Dak Prescott, um, who Josh reliably informs me, he was on for what's it, 6,200 yards <laughs> in the four, four and a half, four and a half games that he played, <laughs> excuse me, last year. He's the uh, over underline for this year, 4,795.5. Uh, 
uh, passing touchdowns at 32 and a half. Um, rushing wise, uh, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, you know, the usual guys uh, at, the, at the head of the market. Derek Henry, the most uh, rushing yards at 1555.5. Uh, Nick Chubb, 1350.5. Dalvin Cook, 13, uh, 1375. Um, Cook and Henry, 13 and a half is the rushing touchdown line. Receiving wise, um, I found it quite interesting actually. If you, uh, for the guys that are watching, obviously it's a bit easier to see. But Calvin, Calvin Ridley, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, and Tyreek Hill all have their all have their rush receiving line at 13, uh, 13.55. Um, the TDs I've not put they, that seems to be wrong. I've done that wrong. I've not I've not filled them in, so I'll have to edit that back and, and, and whatever. But um, yeah, so it's some interesting. Um, again, it's, it's it's an interesting market because I always like to see you know you can find some discrepancies as to you know they've they've put the same you know yardage line but they're different for kind of the most yardage in in that requisite category. But um, the annoying thing is book, you know, bookies haven't tended over the last couple of years to do each way. Some of them do do. Uh, Adam probably will have that all scouted out for me. But uh, any particular player props, I'll throw it, I'll throw it out to to you both. Um, you know, you can pick a pick a yeah, particular category, a particular bet that you like uh, from a player props perspective. Josh, anything that you particularly like? Uh, yeah. So I've um, I've picked a player for each of the categories. Um, passing wise, I've you know as you um, as you pointed out from something which we talked about earlier, that Prescott at four thousand seven hundred ninety five and a half is if if he's back to how he was last season. You know, Adam's kind of scared me off a little bit now after uh, <laughs> telling me how he is in camp. But um, you know, he was on for over six thousand yards in a sixteen game season. In a 17-game season, that jumps up to six and a half thousand yards. You know, it's you know you you've got a huge discrepancy there. Of which, if you're confident that he will, you know, kick kick on from where he left off, you know, you've got to hit the over on that. You know, 412 yards a game was what he was hitting. Mm. Yeah, you know, that over 17, he, he could miss three or four games even, and yeah, still yeah. hit that. So you've got to hit on that. Um, do you want me to run through the others as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. You crack on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, on the rushing yards, uh, there's two actually that I would say hit the over. I'm I'm big on the um, on the overs on passing and rushing. So um, Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb both to go over. So Kamara on nine hundred and forty-five and a half. Um, New Orleans is going to have to go to the run a lot more this year. You know, with Michael Thomas out indefinitely. Yep. for the moment as well there's not much through the air that they can rely on even if james winston decides to go come back over the year style exactly <laughs> you know who who's he going to throw it to apart from other cornerbacks um you know so we. i i know just a little dig there the missus is a books fan during the winston age so i had to just a little dig um you know so I think that New Orleans is going to have to rely on the run a lot more, and that's giving the ball to Kamara a lot more. So you should see that beaten. And then uh, Nick Chubb as well. It's a bit of a homer bet, but um, you know he got he got um, over a thousand rushing yards in twelve games last year. So if you put that into seventeen, that's one and a half thousand, and that's with him sharing snaps. So you know I don't um, I don't see him not hitting. Um, one three fifty. Mm. Um, receiving wise, this is the only one of which I've gone for most receiving yards, and that's Stefan Diggs um, at seventeen for two. Um, he won it last year by a good hundred and fifty odd yards. Uh, Buffalo's not going to change their style. Allen and Diggs are only going to build a rapport even more. 
I don't see a duo that's going to compete with them for that, especially seeing as Moore seems to be trying to put in more of a running game and Buffalo just seems to be laughing with the passing game. So, yeah, Stefan Diggs there to have the most yards seems like a good favourite bet there to have. Mm. Adam? Um, yeah, I, 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 I like Chubb for leading Russia. I, I'm not sure I'd... Is, I'm kind of constricting myself here. I'm not sure I'd take over 1350 because that's just a high line, but I, I don't mind him at 7-1 to one plus for leading Russia. Um, Brett Fred are doing each way on uh, the leading markets, so that that's why I'd be looking. I, I, right. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm surprised Aaron Jones is so low uh, so low down in the betting at 22-1 to one for leading Russia. Um, he had 11, 1,100 last year and his line is 1050 this year. And they've they got AJ Dillon, who I suppose will mix in a bit, but they got rid of Jamal Williams, who took a lot of the a fair bit of work last year. So I'm happy to go over 1050 for um, Aaron Jones this year, and I'll probably go each way on him, 22 to one. Um, as we mentioned before about Najee Harris, uh, over nine nine, over 990 yards seems a fairly decent bet, and even 28 to one if you can get each way on him for uh, leading Russia. I don't mind that too much because I think he'll be on the field a lot. Um, passing passing wise, uh, Dak is again for me. He's he's going to be easily up there. And Matthew Stafford, I'm I'm coming back to the guys that I think are going to do pretty well. I, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but they're the ones I'm after. Um, so then, when you're moving on to receiving yards, is Devante Adams with Rogers? They they've got middling talent behind him, but Adams is just amazing and the connection with Rogers is is more than anything else. Uh C D Lamb, I think at twenty five to one, I'm quite happy to take each way. Um mm. you can get a thirty three to one on better thread for the each way bet. Um mm. if you yeah. think Dak's gonna be leading the league in yardage, then the C D's gonna get a lot of it because mm. he's just a, a freakish talent. Um and then one I don't mind, which is off the radar a little bit is Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Um, if you think Justin Herbert's going to do well this year, if you think the Chargers are going to do well, Keenan's going to get the majority of the passing yards. You can get 25 to 1 on him to lead the league in, uh, in receiving. Uh, just a little note that last year was lined at around 4,300 um, for total passing yards. So if you think these are, I think, 4875, something like that this year. Uh, given the fact he was on for an incredible four seven nine five, uh, given the fact he was on for an incredible amount of yards, and the way that uh, the Dallas fan believes their defense is going to be, he's going to have <laughs> on putting up the yards. So, um, yeah, it given obviously these are all 16, 16 game figures from last year. It is is fairly it's fairly impressive the differences. Josh Allen was the most impressive one I found was uh, last year. He was lined at three two five zero, and now it's it's at a third on thousand one thousand three hundred more um, yeah. after his uh, blowing up last year. So little bits like that are quite interesting. Stefan Diggs, mm. interestingly, was uh, not on my list. That's annoying. Hmm. I can't yeah. tell you. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, no, he wasn't really well fancy, was he? Because obviously the exodus from Minnesota and all the rest of it. But yeah, yeah. I think with um, just a point on, on Dak as well. I think if he if he's not as mobile as he was prior to his injury, or if he's a bit scared of running, obviously he's going to be passing the ball a lot more. Um, <clears throat> so that's another point in the in the column for you know going over on that. Uh, I did actually really like his uh, the the three point five of, of in, on his rushing touchdowns. Uh, if you go and check out my NFC East uh, preview. Um, 
I really like over three and a half on his on his rushing touchdowns because um, he tends to do quite a lot of the goal line. Of the, I know he's had three. He had three last year in these four games, and I know he had three the year prior. Obviously, he played most of uh, you know, all of those games, but he had six in six in the first two or three seasons. So um, I still think that that's a, that's a bit of value if you if you like something a bit shorter. Um, but yeah, certainly six to one if you're getting that each way. I assume it's quarter one, two, three, four, uh, six to four for him to be in the top four. Yeah, um, top three, I think. As a top three, okay, yeah, even still. Was that half? Is that third one, two, three, or half? Half quarter? Uh, no, no, one uh, quarter. Quarter. Okay, six to four, first three. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, again, pending injury, uh, you have to think he'd be there thereabouts. Um, what was the yeah, CD Lamb over over ten fifty? Yeah, I, I think they've been moving him outside a little bit, and the Mike Cooper's been struggling with in- ankle injury as well. So reliance on him could be a bit more than yeah what the bookies are giving him there at ten fifty. And he wasn't. I think he was just a smidgen under a thousand last season um, in, in his rookie year. I think he'll he'll explode this year, CD Lamb. Um, so he's at twenty five to one. So if you're getting each way on that, don't mind that at all. Um, Cavern. Ridley, um, I think is is a good bet. He's a, he's actually the favourite. And saying apologies for my graphic being a bit misleading, but yeah, fifteen to two for the most yards, uh, thirteen fifty there. Um, it does seem it does feel like a high line, but I mean, you think about you know he's got seventeen games and. Uh, what's that? Ten? Yeah, you don't. You, it's not as if you have to have hundred hundred yard games. It's like yeah, 80, yeah it's pretty 80. much all they've got. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, him and, and Kyle Pitts. But yeah, um, so I thought Cameron Ridley fifteen to two again. If you're doing it each, like if you're doing an each way Peyton or each way accumulator like Prescott and um, yeah, pick pick your running back and then you know, CD Lamb and then or Calvin Ridley or whatever. I, I quite like those um, those other prices. And then just for the benefit, uh, I say because I appreciate that that graphic for those that are watching is is a bit busy. There's your there's kind of your your list of in in price order of most regular season passing, rushing, and receiving yards. So Mahomes seventy two, Dak sixty one, Brady thirteen to two, Josh Allen seventy two, Stafford twelve, Herbert fourteen, Matt Ryan fourteen, along with Aaron Rodgers rushing. Derek Henry seventy two, Cook eleven to two, Chubb seven to one, Taylor nine to one, McCaffrey tens, Buckley twelves that one off uh ezekiel elliott 16s gibson uh washington's uh running back 18 to 1 and then receiving ridley 15 to do justin jefferson uh is 17 to 2 along with Diggs, tyreek hill and davante adams both nines georgia hopkins 10s dk metcalf 12s travis kelsey the tight end over at kansas city uh, is 13 to 1 any uh, well, yeah go on adam I did have one further just stupid each way bet if it was uh 40 to 1 on david montgomery uh, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like the Bears. I don't think he's that good, but there's not much else there. And he finished fifth in in rushing yards last year. Mm. So forty to one if you get in top three. I, I didn't think that was as ridiculous yeah. as I'm making out to be. Yeah, seems no, it seems no, no, no. I I agree. He's been he's he certainly received a bit of hype. He's someone I've been target. Well, not targeting. In, yeah, uh, people in, seem in, to really like yeah, him. I don't personally get one it, of those. But. Yeah, it's it's the weird one because the Bears don't have, exactly have a great line either. But there we go. And if Justin Fields come in, comes in, woo. <laughs> right well there we go there we go so there's your awards there's your kind of your player props and let's say don't forget we'll, we'll be doing some written content as well around some of these and like divisional previews and, and stuff so make sure you check out the website full 10 yards.com yeah make sure you are subscribed to our youtube channel where you get uh, all three uh this is the second of three but you you'll be able to get all three uh anti-post uh podcasts uh for your viewing pleasure many thanks to adam and thanks to josh for joining us on the betting podcast they say we'll be having loads of social stuff uh over the season at 14 yards on the twitter 
Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, you're going to be ramping up our, our betting stuff because it's quite fun. I do enjoy talking about losing cash, but um, hopefully, hopefully we can win some as well. Um, certainly, it's amazing when you talk about markets and you, you pick out your fancies. You're already counting the money, aren't you? But there we go. Maybe that's just. But there we go. Will we be a neck a back next time? Uh, where we? Well, I don't know. I can't remember what we're talking. We'll be talking next time. Do you know? Oh, team totals uh, and win, the playoffs. Win totals yeah. and playoffs. Yeah, win totals and playoffs. So come and join us for that, and come win some. Kids. 